we're back. Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. Lawrence here. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to talk about some more AEW, the Ellis Island of pro wrestling. And what better way to do it than getting into some AEW Dark with episode 87 that took place May 4th, 2021. And let's get into it with our breakdown. That's our gimmick that we use to sum up the results of the matches. Let's go. Welcome to the AEW Dark Breakdown of Episode 87. Excalibur and Taz are on commentary. First match to begin tonight is Team Taz versus Aaron Fry and Brick Aldridge. Even though this looks like a tag team match, Ricky and Brick don't even get a tag in before Will gets town business on Fry FTW. Second match is Diamante versus Layla Hirsch. Legit keeps up her winning streak, this time against a tough opponent with her cross arm breaker. For match number three, we see Liam Gray and Adrian Alanis versus Varsity Blondes. The rolling elbow followed by the flying Brian takes it for VB. Fourth match is Jake St. Patrick and Spencer Slade versus SCU. Two tandem finishers are showcased here as Celebrity Rehab and BME take out the jobbers. Fifth match is Megan Rain versus Big Swole. No dirty dancing tonight, but a Texas Cloverleaf with a knee is enough. For match number six, we have Kit Sackett and Justin Law versus Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. The Jersey Boys win with a reverse DDT split combo. Seventh match is Kylie King versus Julia Hart. The Queen Pin gets Kingdom Falls off for the victory. Eighth match is Serpentico versus Pac. San Juan's son gets destroyed by the bastard with a brutalizer. Brutality. For match number nine, number nine number we got nine, Layla Gray versus The Bunny. The lady of HFO brings Gray down the rabbit hole. Tenth match is David Ali and Barry Morales versus The Acclaimed. Caster and Bowens are back and so is their claim to fame. Eleventh match is The Hughes Bros versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. The frustrated pair take out their frustrations on Devon Dudley's sons as Sky gets the tap out with the heel hook. 12th match is Ryan Nemeth, JD Drake, and Cesar Bernoni versus Evo Uno, Stu Grayson, and Alex Reynolds. In this main event caliber match, the Dark Order face a more formidable trios team than usual on Dark as they face a new faction in the pretty picture, or are they called the Wingmen? Either way, the Super Smash Brothers take care of the Hollywood hunk. Dark Order wins. Fatality. 13th match is Danny Limelight versus Dante Martin. These two guys are definitely on the same level and provide a good match with fast-paced action. The youngest Martin brother puts it away with a gut buster and 450 splash. And now for the 14th match and main event of the evening, we see Luther versus Lance Archer. Before the match even starts, Serpentico attacks Lance during his entrance to help his Chaos Project partner. Unfortunately for him, like a thunder wave on a ground type, it has no effect. As Serp continues to interfere, Fuego del Sol chases him away to even the odds. The Murder Hawk puts away the Doctor with his new finisher, the Helicoaster, for the 1, 2, 3. So this pseudo main event 
Luther versus Lance Archer. Of course, there's no way that the Murderhawk monster isn't gonna go over one half of Chaos Project, right? Luther has been in this business for forever, right? Big, big time friends with Chris Jericho, and but you know he's definitely uh, on that uh, lower tier of well, he's like a high tier of enhancement talent, right? So he's def if there's definitely a main eventer or someone who is on Dynamite regularly, there's a good chance that they face off Luther or Chaos Project in general. They're gonna go over. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, awesome work, you know, congrats to Luther for making the main event, Lance Archer. I say pseudo main event because this is, this was the last match of the night, but I think like the, they, what they really thought of as the main event was Ryan Nemeth, J.D. Drake, and Cesar Bononi versus Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Alex Reynolds, right? Um, that is what... Um, they kind of build as the main event, but you know, I, I like to I like to think of the last match, right? If, if they're even if they're showing us, you know, even if uh, the there was another technically main event, this is the last match that they decided to show us, right? Like yeah. So uh, you know, just to like to give some love to them and for the real main event as well. And uh, of course, the Murdoch monster is on a rampage. He's not gonna. It'd be very surprising if Lance Archer shows up to a dark or elevation and loses. I think that would be a huge deal. It'd be shocking. <laughs> so that was the right move, right? Uh, yeah, so would you like to quickly tell us um, some of your thoughts on any of the... Any three matches that you thought stood out or whatnot? Yeah, I don't want to go over first the match between Layla Hirsch and Diamante. That was a very interesting match. I actually was not sure who was going to win that. Because Diamante's been ripping it up in dark lately. And Layla Hirsch has just been winning like wherever she goes, whether it's dark or dynamite. Right. So I really like how Layla takes Diamante essentially to Suplex City. Suplexes are all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. And then um, they end up having this like a slapping contest. Like they slap each other oh, you know, back and forth, back and forth to see like who like who gives in eventually. Uh, and it was Diamante gave in eventually. No, sorry, it was actually Layla who gave in, gave in eventually. Uh, I guess like that Diamante had that uh, Hispanic power, you know, passion in her that, you know, kept her going on. But at the end of the day, ultimately, it wouldn't matter because uh, Layla would be her with her submission, the with the armbar submission. Uh, yeah, the cross armbreaker. Yes, cross armbreaker. And then that's how the match ended. And I I really enjoyed the match. Definitely one of the best matches of the night for me. And I also want to talk about <clears throat> the match between uh, SCU versus Jake St. Patrick and Spencer Slade. And it wasn't necessarily SCU dominating the match. It was more Kaz dominating, uh, Frank Kazarian dominating the match because he, he didn't really need, he, he tagged himself in at one point, which uh, Christopher Daniels didn't seem to mind at all. And then he just went to town on uh, Jake St. Patrick and when, uh, Spencer was tagged in. He just kept, he whooped his ass, and then he ended up um, doing the spring his spring roll leg drop to Slade for, and then SC won with the best smelter ever. So that was just like you know that wasn't like necessarily that quick of a match, but it was a dom one sided dominating match. Cat uh, um, in favor of Kaz more more so than um, all than both than SCU together, 
And then the other match I want to talk about was the match between Dante Martin and Danny Limelight. Uh, so the thing with this, it was actually a, a phenomenal match. I got to hand it to Danny. A lot of athleticism in that. Yes, I got to hand it to Danny Limelight because he's a guy that's kind of like been on the losing losing streak lately on AEW Dark. Um, so Dante, what I like about Dante is his arm drags. He does arm drags and drop, drop kicks Danny several times. Uh, Dante even tries an F5. It looked like an F5. It was probably wasn't an F5. It was probably gonna be Fireman's Carry, a variation. But Danny counters it, and uh, into a um, what's a like a, a knee a knee strike. Um, like a is it? Are you thinking of like a, a backbreaker or like more like a Ushigoroshi? Was uh, it on? Was it was on stri- his face? It need to the face. Knee to the face. Like a um, was he standing or yeah, was he down? He was standing. Yeah, so like a knee strike. Yeah, knee strike. And then Dan- I love how Danny fe- feigns sportsmanship and then slaps Dante. And then, of course, Dante immediately tries to springboard, but Danny bounces the rope. So that, you know, messed with Dante's um, springboard uh, attack. Right. And then uh, Dante gives Danny an enziguri to, like, to level the playing field. And then Dante does his uh, double springboard moonassault to Danny, which was pretty awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, Danny even V-triggers Dante uh, at one point a few times. And Danny gives Dante a suplex swinging neckbreaker combo, which was actually really nice to see. It was that really cool. Sounds cool, yeah. And then Dante misses a four fifty, and Danny tries to put him to sleep. However, Dante gives Danny a shot, reverses it, gives him a shotgun drop kick, then wins the four fifty splash. Nice, nice. Um, were those all your matches you wanted to go over real quick? Yes. All right, cool, cool. Um, definitely. Uh, I think the, you picked some nice ones to talk about right there, and. They definitely, those ones are definitely ones that I think I'm gonna probably mention in my works in spite of the nights. Uh, I'll start with my work in the night. Uh, that was that goes to Joey Janela during the sixth match at Kit Sackett and Justin Law versus Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela, right? Uh, <laughs> Joey, the bad boy, goes on to commentary and says, You're not a vegetarian if you like Sonny Kiss because that ass has a lot of meat. It does. <laughs> So, I mean, I could even say that uh, uh, their finisher, right? It was a re- it was a reverse DDT, right? Like a scorpion death drop, yeah, uh, and a, a split combo by uh, Johnny Johnny and Joey, sorry, and Sunny to to finish it out. That could have been my spot of the night if if I wanted it to be. Um, but that that'll be an honorable mention for spot of the night. But that but yeah, uh, Joey being a clown and. Uh, the funny guy that he is, uh, doing his little shtick that he he do, he does sometimes, where he goes to the commentary booth, um, uh, praising his tag team partner's ass. Might be the first time I've seen that. Okay, uh, your work of the night. So my work of the night was when uh, Sir the Lance Archer and Luther match it was when Sir Pentacle jumps on Lance, then Lance throws him onto Luther, and continues with his entrance. <laughs> yeah, just kind of walks through. Yeah. Everybody. And then, which, like, Lance mostly whips Luther through the match, and then Lance wins the helicopter. <laughs> Lance is one one uh, very interesting uh, member of the roster. I feel like you never know if he's, like, heel or face. He's like that. He's like the tweener of the roster, right? Yeah. You, you don't know who what he's going to do, who he's going to work with, right? Um, so definitely someone to keep an eye on. So good pick. My spot of the night, 
Uh, I was thinking of getting like this giant leaping tijeras that Dante Martin did. It was very cool. So, you know, just to, to, to mention uh, something off of what you said. But I think I'm going to have to give it to Diamante for her Casadora into a stunner. That thing looks sick, right? It gives me like Rey Mysterio vibes, but at the same time, you know, you're adding a stunner. So that's very much um, today's climate and wrestling, right? Just kind of not only giving a stunner, but like giving like a, a, a variation of the Stone Cold stunner, right? Whereas um, you see it in uh, Dante Martin giving one, um, Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. Um, and um, what was that Welsh guy from uh, NXT UK? Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews. All, you know, all of them rocking a Stun Dog Millionaire, uh, Ember Moon with her uh, Eclipse. You know, just really, really out there stunners. Oh, uh, of course, what's his name? Oh my God, uh, Leo Rush. Yeah, with his um, um, such innovation where he literally springboards from like his butt on the bottom rope to into a stunner sick you know so just another variation of that and you know from uh you know the the ladies in in wrestling uh, diamante uh, it looks awesome and i gotta show some love to diamante because she's really like this like warrior that is just um i think very impressive and just co- coming in week in and week out in dark and elevation and just showing what she's all about win or lose yeah no good point well said so yeah, that was my spot of the night. Uh, did you like yeah, my spot of the night is actually when uh, Kaz Frank Kazarian did uh, did his uh, springboard leg drop to uh, Spencer Slade. Oh, that he looks like he has like so much. He looks like he's like a high flyer when he does that. Yeah, he does. Like he he has so much hang time. It feels like when he does like that twisting springboard leg drop, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, he does. He he incorporates a lot of leg drops in his uh, in this uh, thing. Sometimes he does like a slingshot leg drop. Um, he kind of does a, kind of like a leg drop, like scissors kick when someone's like trying to get into the ring. He kind of just like elevates himself with the top rope and then just brings down the leg, kind of like Booker T with like a scissors kick. Yeah. So uh, yeah, good good spot. Um, now we move into match of the night, right? Yes. Okay, uh, this one might be a little bit difficult. Let's give it to Ryan Nemeth, JD Drake. And Cesar Bononi versus Evil Uno, Stu Gates, and Alex Reynolds. Um, I always praise Dark Order, and why would you not? This is just such a feel-good stable. Um, they went from being, like, the heels. Actually, they started off as being, like, these heels that nobody liked into kind of, like, these lovable heels, into um, showing some more um, pedigree when... Brody Lee joining, and then with his sad passing away, you know the 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 climate in AEW just uh, changed uh, completely, right? And you know, in real life, that uh, our you know the wrestler's health is way more important. But just uh, what stemmed off of that is Dark Order turned into faces, right? That's just what had to have happened, right? Everyone was on Dark Order's side, and. Uh, yeah, so I always give them so much love because they do a great job in multi-man matches and whatnot. But I need to, I need to say, a team that I didn't think I would care as much as I do uh, to uh, now is uh, the the wingmen, right? The pretty picture, like Ryan Nemeth, uh, JD Drake, Cesar Bernoni. They are growing on me. And I, if I think that they're going to be growing on me a lot faster than I would ever imagine... 
So I want to give a shout out to them for making them uh, themselves interesting enough that I thought that they would be, oh, this is a great team that I, I don't have to care about, right? To yeah. Maybe I have to care about a little more because they're just very charismatic, more charismatic than I ever thought they would be. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. That's my match tonight. My match tonight was the Dante Martin Danny Limelight match because you're so action packed and I was imp- like I've been impressed with Dante Martin. I have not been too impressed with Danny Limelight, but this match confirmed it. I don't know if it's mostly because of Dante. It it might possibly be, but Danny Limelight really showed that he can um, put on a show with a guy with another guy who's usually who's lately in my my book been the showstopper. Okay. The show stealer, rather. And why would you say that? Because he was just, uh, he was, uh, he had a response for everything Dante has given him. Like, his, the insiguri Dante give Danny, he would just, then he would um, give him V-triggers all day throughout the match, and then he give that swinging, that suplex swinging neckbreaker combo is really, really cool to see. It was I cool. really love that. And it then sounds even, cool. And then he, uh, Dante, uh, with the shotgun drop kick that he gave to um, Dante, it was really cool, too. And even he tried to put him to sleep. So he showed his submission uh, technique there as well. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Matt Seidel-esque, right? Yes. Like just mixing that high-flying with the submission-based moves. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, I really hope Danny Limelight, I mean, he's kind of technically been a jobber lately, but I really hope he gets his, like, you know, groove going and he ends up, you know, winning matches. Yeah, I don't think he's all elite. Right, so I think once you get that, once you sign with the company, get all elite, you definitely get more chances at you know, kind of like building up a resume. But not always, because I don't think Kylie King, Kylie King is uh, all elite, and she gets hella wins, right? Yeah. So, uh, but Danny Limelight uh, is definitely just kind of like in that same Luther boat, right? Although Luther is all elite, right? It's where, um, yeah, uh, if you are in a match with just someone, another regular on dark, you will probably win, right? But um, there are chances that there's a uh, you'll face a guy who has um, some dynamite experience and is maybe off and on on dynamite, and then there's a chance that that's more so the, the matches you'll lose, right? Yeah. Going off after, and then obviously when you face the top guys, you're just gonna jump out, right? John Moxley, guys like that. So. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Good choice. Um, anyways, uh, that does it for us. This is probably one of our shorter. Uh, <laughs> Uh, episodes and I think it's a good thing, right? I yes. think uh, dark and elevation don't always have because there's no promos, they don't always have to go as long. Uh, but yeah, uh, too sweet, me, good brother. And please watch uh, AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation on YouTube anytime. Thanks, guys. Peace. Lucha. Lucha.